Sunday fun day, curmudgeon. Yeah. Yeah. I got more fucking snow coming, so the mood is dampened. Oh, uh, well, snow is good up my way. Yes, you guys are used to it. You guys can handle it. Um, I don't mind the cold. It's just every day. And, and every weather person is just having a goddamn, you know, visual orgasm every time it snows. And I'm like, I hate you all, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, at least you don't live here. They told us five to nine inches yesterday. I think we got over a foot. So Normally a woman would be excited about that. Yeah, yeah, well... Um, it was it was hard. It was hard when you were out snow uh, snowmobiling and it was a whiteout. So, yeah, well, yeah, that's one of those that might be a sport. If and when I ever try that, it will not be during a storm. It will be after a storm. Well, you know, you gotta work with schedules and and what works. And we went yesterday, and it was tough because the groomers hadn't been out yet, so it was fresh snow. So it was hard to stay on the trail. Gotcha. Yeah. You sent you know, me a video. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm the one crossing in the road. I'm like, what road? Yeah, exactly. That was uh, that was challenging because some of those roads out in the, the country, they have obviously hills. A lot of wait, you were out in the country snowmobiling. You mean you weren't on the I-90? I, I should have been on the I-90. Yeah. But um, not that you could have seen that road either. But crossing those those roads out there, there's a lot of hills, like blind hills. Right. So it's and in a whiteout, it's hard because you don't want to cross and get hit. That would ruin the fun. Yes, yes, that would that would suck. Yes, but I'll tell you, the favorite part was in the woods because that shielded you from the whiteout conditions. Gotcha. So Breaks up the was, wind. Yeah, the snow stop. Yeah. The snow. Yeah. The only problem is the snow was so heavy on the trees that if the wind blew, you'd get dumped with snow like on you as you were driving through. Yeah, but you guys got those great, the great Gadzoo helmets. We do. We do. Those, I'm talking those things more from literally... a visibility thing. Oh, I'd say those things, those things can stop an RPG round. They, they really could. And it, yeah. mine, was, mine was heavy yesterday. It just felt heavier than normal. I don't think I had it on. Right, but that's probably why I have a headache today. How do you put a helmet on wrong? It just wasn't sitting I, right, and I couldn't okay. get it to click shut. And I just, I, I just gave up at some point, and I'm like, whatever. And then I had to do my because of the snow. I had to do what I hate doing: my heated. I had to plug in my, um, my defroster for my visor. So then now you've got like a cord in your way. Gotcha. So not in your way. I just don't like it. And at one point, I lost my cord and had to go back. But ah, yeah, because those are not cheap. None of this is cheap. Real world problems. First world problems. Correct. First world problems. Real world problems. Whatever you want to say. But I did have two beers for lunch and taco tots. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Those taco tots look good. Oh, they are amazing. That Absolutely. that's one of those like, you know, obviously not thinking snowmobiling to the place but that's one of those on on if you had that at home on a cold wintry day that's a good comfort food uh, there's something <clears throat> better about someone making it for you serving oh, you I- beer and then you jump back on your sleds right using a well, bathroom high and not mother nature you know it's it's all all good that's the high life it's oh, the rock star lifestyle you guys live in buffalo and the in the below 
Yeah. In the Bilo. So I and I'm, I I want to say you know I'm it's a good workout, but I really had to eat the taco tots, and a lot of them because I just found out that according to New York State, an underlying condition is obesity for the COVID vaccine. Yeah, that. Mm. So hey, but quarantine fifteen uh, helped me out because every single person in the world is somewhat overweight or obese and I was I'm right on that line now but at the time of my physical I was definitely in the obese category according according to New York State um olive oil was obese hey you know what I'm going I'm calling my doctor tomorrow I'm getting a doctor's note and I'm scheduling my vaccine I'm rocking that obesity all the way home good good luck with that I have wow. a couple of underlying conditions and they still tell me I'm not qualified because, oh, wow. because I don't work in, in a supermarket. No, they expanded it as of February 15th. I know they now. did, but the, the websites that you use to schedule are the ones telling me I'm not. And I'm like, all right, because the website just screwed up. New York, New York City, as far as like other areas of the country are bad. New York City is a, a absolute shit show. Well, go back to the website because they just changed it. I went on and obesity, they let me schedule my, try to schedule an appointment. And then there's no appointments. Correct. But my husband has an appointment for March 4th and he already got vaccinated, but there's no way on the website to cancel the appointment to free it up for someone else. So guess who's going with their doctor's note to take his appointment? There you go. Well, you know, hey, whatever. So March 4th is what I'm shooting for. Um, I'll try and call the place ahead of time, but I'm going to try and slip into that sweet spot. Yeah, and New York City is just a complete shit show. I know. I it know. is. It is absolutely. And, like, if you ever look at uh, vaccination places, two-thirds of the island, ha- you know, has about 15 or 20. The South Shore, one. Oh. We have one. It, you know, another reason I don't live in New York City. Yeah. So, we'll get there it. eventually. Just we'll get, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there eventually. Maybe June. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and, and squeeze my way in. And I'm a very determined person. I of will course find a way. So, um, you know, I, and the only reason I want it, and I, I, I do feel kind of torn on this, but because my husband works in a high risk environment where he is interacting with people with COVID and they're saying that the vaccine, you can still carry it. I just feel like, okay, I am at risk every day. Yeah. Well, any person who goes out technically is at risk. So, well, more we'll so because out, we know. Yeah. But more so because we know he's got 20 people that he's interacting with. Right. Who have COVID. Right. Granted, he's in a hazmat suit, but it's yep. still there. Got Yep. Has he got so, both shots or just one? Just one. He oh. goes March 8th, I think, for the second one. Okay. So it's 55% effective after the first one. But again, he can still transmit the disease. Right. He just wouldn't get sick. And then it's like 95% a week or two after the second one. My, my parents did it down in Florida. The hardest problem was getting the appointment. Once they had the appointment, they said it was like a 15-minute wait. 
they never got out of their car. They came up to their car. Here's identification. Here's your appointment. Jab. See it and see it in 28 days. Came back in 28 days. Here's your second jab. So they said the hardest part was actually getting the appointment. Other than that, they're like, it was easy breezy down in Florida. New York City, complete unmitigated disaster. Once you get the appointment in New York State, I'm hearing that you're in and out really quickly. Not New York City. Okay. Well, up in upstate New York and Western New York, it's they're running this very well. It's getting the appointment that's the problem. But I uh um well, you know, the man in plaid is is uh driving an hour um on Tuesday. Hour to go get half. his to go get his oh. under the obesity category with the doctor's note. Nice. So if that does pan out, then I will uh, drive an hour. He was well, no, because there's no appointments left there. Oh, it's okay. kind of near my hometown, but he was able to get one. I don't know when he got one, but <clears throat> yeah, that's how I caught on to. Oh well, if you're obese, you can get this. Right. And God knows my my blood work was shit with my cholesterol and triglycerides. Well, so. it's just it. You just had a it, look. You can get it no matter what. It's just you're at a higher risk of having more severe symptoms. Correct. They they have no clue. So, like just they have no clue. Just, but I'm, exactly. But I'm rocking this all the way to the clinic because gotcha. uh, you know I've never been so happy to call my doctor on a Monday morning to ask for proof that I'm obese. Right. Now, my physical was October, the end of October. I'm assuming since it's only four months ago that they're not going to weigh me. No, I don't think they'll they'll give you a hard time on it and stuff like that. No. So. so, but anyways, um, so I want to talk about. I'm going to say this is our WTF moment. Okay. The text I got after our last podcast that we let our and you put listeners and really it's. <sighs> probably only one listener we let them down because we failed to do what oh talk about what kind of asshole that uh that that um charter guest was the spoiled kid oh my god what an ass the spoiled kid he needed to get his ass handed to him he was you know, and then the next morning he was complaining and, but you know, the parents, oh, I'm not feeling welcomed here because they wouldn't, they wouldn't serve my underage ass more alcohol so that and they lied uh, about the hot tub. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to go into a hot tub if you're shit faced. And he was shit faced. Well, he drank that whole bottle, uh, almost a whole bottle of what Hennessy. What was yeah. he drinking? Yeah. He, yeah. He was drinking cognac. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was uh he was he was shit faced. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. So, so right, yeah. so now we talked about it. We acknowledged it. So we yeah, have he, a little bit of redemption. He he was a sport I mean, like his parents were not nearly as um entitled as that kid was like it even went on beyond the alcohol and that. Remember when he was complaining because they were go- they were on some sort of excursion? Oh yeah, when they were swimming with the what the manatees or the yeah the stingrays, stingrays, st- stingrays, you know, and don't jump in the water. You might land on a stingray. Please don't do that. It, it like some point, like I'm sorry if my kid was ever like that. I'm like, all right, you're about to get your ass handed to you on national TV because you're old enough to be a man, so we're gonna get treated like a man. Well, 
he was he got away with a lot of stuff. Nobody said anything to him. Either that or they cut it out because if that was my kid, I'd be like, un, you know, that's one of those where you just grab him by the, the neck gently and just go right in their ear and say, you really need to stop this shit or we're going to be having a problem. No, but see, this is the lifestyles of the rich and famous. He got to that point because he <laughs> they was let him, let him get like I'd yeah. never let my I, I'd be embarrassed if my child ever like to act like There's that. There's no discipline, but these people live a totally different lifestyle. Yeah. Well, somebody did say something there, like you need to be worried more about work, about what you do for work on than what you do for vacation. Because I guess that kid was, you know, not doing squat. You know, I think that was his. Was it his mother or his father? It was one somebody of said something to him. We're like, you know, maybe you should worry about work. Well, if that's, but that's probably the level of discipline, right? So, hey, look, you're not going to, you know, chew your child out on national TV, I guess, but I'd be like, you gotta be kidding. I would. Oh, in a heartbeat. I so would. Yeah. I never would have gotten away with that entitled shit. First of all, we didn't have that kind of money. (laughs) You know, ever. (laughs) Mo money, mo problems. That's all I got to say. but But, yeah i I mean i i still chew my stepson out and he's 24 yeah like it's like you entitled little brat yeah you know and and what's your job going to be working for daddy's company running one of daddy's businesses uh probably i remember when my stepson was 18 and we were on vacation i had a friend of mine stay at the house because he was untrustworthy and he was, he was working and, you know, right before he started his first uh, freshman year of college and he did something that pissed me off. Well, I was in, and I was in South Carolina on the beach and I remember I was standing by the pool and totally, totally crowded pool. I'm sitting there yelling at him from 1,400 miles away and reaming him a new one. I think he, he, they probably heard me in New Jersey, didn't go as far as New York, but they, uh, I, I grounded him. And then I remember I went back to our condo and I told Joe, I said, Joe, can you just please back me on this? Because I, I, I realized how insane it was because he was an adult and you know, my husband looked at me like, huh, okay. And he, you know, he had my back, but yeah, I, what, I, what did he do? Well, he was having problems registering for classes and I had to call, um, the Dean of the school. Cause you know, that's me. Right. And you know, yes, he went, Karen. yeah, he went and met with the counselor and it was like a complete cluster. And I'm like, he came home. I'm like, I don't even, you can't do anything on your own, you know? So, I called and, and we had this whole thing, this whole game plan. And somehow he screwed it up after I had set it up for him. Okay. And I was livid. I actually got a call from the Dean saying, well, your stepson failed to do this. I'm like, what? This was like, it's, it's simple directions. Did you write the directions down for him? Either that or was texted to him. Mm, might have needed a hard copy. I don't know. But anyways, so he had 
So I remember telling my friend that was staying with them that he was in trouble and he could only go to work and come home and no friends over. I couldn't go anywhere. And, you know, um, so she took it a little bit too far. Yeah. And she, she she made him scrub uh, the bathroom floors with like a toothbrush and bleach. Now I probably wouldn't have gone that far. What is this, an officer and a gentleman? Jesus. I, it was. It was. Now he will never ever see this friend again. Yeah, I would think so. I would have shoved yeah. that that up her ass. But you know, and you know the friend. She plays house party with us. Okay. Um, um and. Uh, not related to me, so you know who she is. Yes. And she took it as she thought she was playing stepmom, but like evil stepmom. Gotcha. Like, I came home and I was like horrified at the things like she made him clean and do. Mm, okay. Like, I'm talking like she made him like go under the refrigerator and like it was like it was bizarre world. Yeah, like uh, she took um, she took some liberties there. Yeah, she really did, and I was kind of like, "Huh." I actually felt bad for him. Well, yes. He said it was the worst experience of his life, and I have to. I, I probably think he's not exaggerating all that much. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's pretty draconian. Yeah, it was. It was kind of bizarre. Yeah, but. Anyways, but again, my point is I did not care that there was a pool full of guests and I was sitting there screaming at him and and not using uh, PC rated oh, G language. Um, yeah, I'm sure there were kids F-bombing. at the pool and yeah. I'm like, you know, F-bombs are probably coming out. That <laughs> they're probably pushing their kids underwater so they can't yeah. hear me. <laughs> You know, I, I I would almost guarantee nobody pushes their child underwater to avoid profanity. Oh, it's called it's that. it's called drowning. You might be a little dramatic there, I, just a little. I might, but you know, hey, maybe throw them off the into the deep end. I don't know. Yeah, um, cover their ears, perhaps. <laughs> I might just cover my child's ears. I don't think I would actually shove my child underwater to avoid. All right, something. all right. It was an exaggeration for a little bit. Some might call it hyperbole. Now I got it, and you're taking me seriously. So yes. I'm going to get a knock at my door. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> um. So let's talk about this week of Below Deck. Below Deck, which what? was the last episode this season. Which yes, is what a I shocking were... turn of events. Yes. And you were right. I will acknowledge that. Oh, I mean, like it wasn't it wasn't a pro- prognostication of all time. I mean, well, you just watch the dates that they kept putting up every, you know, every time they were starting something, they would put a date up. And I'm like, yeah, that's about the time we all had to abandon the offices. Well, I thought, though, that it was going to be because they were closing the borders and not because charter guests were canceling. So. You said that charter guests were canceling, so I'm going to say the curmudgeon was right. Well, so I think those things go hand in hand and one leads to another. You know, charter guests are not going to leave the country if they're talking, hey, you can go. You may not be able to get back. Some of these charter guests, they think their money will buy them everything. So, I, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. They are a bit entitled and stuff like that. And if I had that kind of money getting stuck in um, 
where the hell they weren't in Montego. They were the in hell? Antigua. No, was it Antigua? Yeah. Oh yeah. Not the worst place to get stuck. Exactly. That's what James's mother said to him on the phone. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded that. No, not at all. So, so. yeah. So what are you doing? I'm stuck. In, uh, I'm stuck in the Caribbean for with, the next three months. At the time, there were no cases there, so not a bad place to be. No. On a beach. Drinking, uh, what should I call it? Pina coladas. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your job? Drinking pina coladas. Okay. Every day. That's a job that I could handle. I want to open up a pina colada stand in the Cayman Islands. That would be good. Yes. <sighs> I'm so yes, down for that retirement plan. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't go snowmobiling. No. I would almost bet it's never snowed in the Cayman Islands. Well, although I have had to sit and think recently. Well, I didn't have to. This is just the way my mind works. Yes, were you on your thinking chair? <laughs> no, but I was thinking, at what point are we going to get too old to go snowmobiling? Is there, is there a limit? Well, I mean, the older I get, I know the harder the, all the moguls and the culverts are on my body. Well, maybe not moguls and stuff like that, but... Well, you can't avoid the moguls. Like, they're there. Yeah, I mean... I I can't picture there being, like, an age limit. I guess you go until, you know, the day after is not, you know, is too hurtful for the... Yeah, for the, you know... I'm a slow learner, though, so it could be years after that. You know, it's like one of those... You know, at what point do you stop heavily drinking when you wake up that the next morning with a hangover so bad that you're like, wow, that wasn't worth it. Right. Yeah, but then you do it again three months later. (laughs) Yeah, but we used to do it again the next night. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, couldn't couldn't do that now. But um, I guess it's really probably going to go on my my vision. I really need to get to the eye doctor, which as I was leading us, I realized yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing this because uh, my vision is not good and in a whiteout condition and they're all following me. Ah, my vision's fine. I just went to the eye doctor. He goes, how's your vision? I go, I can see the sun. That thing's a couple of fucking million miles away. I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my he, God. He looked at me with this horrified look and then also said, yeah, I kind of expect that from you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the whole world expects that from you. Yes, this is true. Two listeners. You know, whatever. So what are you doing today? Um, Well, we did not. First, we did not wrap up. um, Oh, below deck. Yeah. So Elizabeth gets fired. Mm -hmm. And then they go out. Oh, wait. We got to back up, though. Elizabeth getting fired. That exit was so dramatic. How did she not fucking... Ray Charles could see this going to happen. Well, I... But it wasn't even that. It was the begging and just insaneness. And again, I think her insecurities and there's something not right up there. She was like... That was that was the fact that she ne- was not going to be with James anymore. That's well, all James, that was. James had given her the cold shoulder on her birthday, but she just wasn't getting the hint. I know, like like an atom bomb would have to go off under her ass for her to get a hint. 
Oh my God. No kidding. But that was just so pathetic. Just like the groveling and the. Oh yeah. Well, and because we've been on the other end of the stick, Francesca has no clue from an HR standpoint how to fire somebody. Well, no, that is, that is. You never say I'm sorry. That is correct. But anyways. You never engage in conversation. Well, anyways, what was the other thing you were going down? So you're talking about Elizabeth. Oh, so, I mean, Elizabeth gets, gets shit canned and then they go out. Um, I think it was that night and it was her and they had a birthday cake that Rachel had arranged for her. I thought she canceled it. <gasps> oh, that yes, was cold. <sighs> you, you don't celebrate, you know, you don't celebrate in front of somebody that just, you know, about somebody like, you know, like and with snide remarks and shit like that. Like, I forgot about yeah. that. And I forgot about it because, see, I actually watched it on Tuesday and now it's like six days later. So. Right. Yeah, please. Don't even ask me what it was about. That was um, kind of that was kind of nasty. Like, don't celebrate it. No. I, I don't like Francesca. I would have preferred Hannah. I don't well, Hannah's done, but you know, I think Hannah would do be- better with a Captain Lee. Now, the coming attractions or the internet gossip is saying Elizabeth's gonna go after Captain Lee on the um reunion show. That he was checked out because of his son. Uh, that's just hitting below the belt. A, understandable. B, I didn't say it. If anything, he just gave her the benefit of the doubt until um, Francesca was like, you know, until he finally saw everything. And he's like, okay, I was wrong. I can't give her the benefit of the doubt anymore. Yeah. You know. So now it's, was- it's, it's Monday night. The this yes. Monday night, so tomorrow, Very good. or it could be in in you know the past by the time I post this. But you didn't post last week's, did you? I I plead the fifth on yeah, everything. There we go. So what what else do we need to wrap up in below deck? I think that's it. We have the reunion show next week. Yeah. Um. Or tomorrow reunion shows tomorrow, and then sailing starts. Now, are we committed to sailing? I'm committed to sailing because I like Captain Glenn. I'm going to watch sailing just, you know. But the, the, biggest, the biggest thing seems to be that whenever they put the sails up, everything on the boat tilts and everybody falls all over the place. Which... I, but that's, but I, I mean, I love that. Like, you know, it's, oh, it's, oh. Um, they have to secure things. They let them know, like, when they're, you know, going to be at an angle and whatever they call it and – there yeah. is there is something else. One of our favorite charter guests was in the news. Drunk Dolores? No, Mr. Johnny Piss Over the Side Damon. <gasps> you didn't hear about this? No, what was he in the news for? Oh, he got so he got busted for D- DWI. Oh, I'm not shocked after the episode. Yeah, so apparently he he blew a 3.0. I'm like Come sitting here going, I am dead serious. Oh, hey, go big or go home. I'm go- I'm going to use the Google machine. Hold on. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Damon, uh, Johnny Damon, DWI limit. See if I can find it. Somebody told me he, he did a, um, he measured between 0. 0.3 and 0. 0.294. Three times the state's legal driving limit. <laughs> 
What is the Google machine? Does it confirm this? Yes. The Google machine from NBC Sports is saying he, he blew a 0.3. I mean, how are you alive? And then the missus got arrested for um, – apparently she got – she because she was all in the face like, um, do you know who he is? And then put hands on the cop. So that didn't go well. I, I got to use the Google machine myself. Yes. I got to read that. Well, let's uh, – I'm, I'm looking at the, the time. Let's go into uh, – we don't get Bob's bets because we are a day late due to my needs and my snowmobiling. Right, they're racing today. Oh, they are? Yeah. Who are you betting on? I don't know yet. I was still – I was looking at it when uh, when I was summoned. When you were summoned. When I was summoned. Summoned to my schedule. Yes, to your – to your. Well, it's all about you. We know that. Um, the horse – Clearly. Yeah, the horse, the horse I was thinking about was um, – the King Creek, which is race two, the number one. Okay. The King Creek. The King Creek. I'm not loving the name, got to say. Okay, not loving well, the name. I, I will bet it for third because now I'm not coming in second anymore. We, we gave up on that. I just come in third now. <laughs> okay. So everyone, I don't even know what, how to direct people in this yes. because there's no good way to just don't pick Bob. Yeah. Stars. Nobody hears about it anyway because you don't publish. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Oh, I, and before we wrap up, okay. Bob's Betts is going down the toilet and everything else we're talking about. Did you like the picture I sent of Xanax? Yeah, what the hell was that? I and, don't and know. Why are you cyber stalking him? No, it's investigative research. No, it's, it's cyber stalking. It's investigative research. Okay. But come on, what what is with that picture? I don't. There's no context to what you sent. It's wackadooville, like. <laughs> but that's the context. Is I, you know, I asked I asked my husband. I said, you know, the other day, I said, do you think Xanax is behaving? He goes, no, not at all. But what does behaving mean? Like he's a weird well, not dude, yelling all day and slamming things and running his car under the bedroom window when people are trying to sleep and yeah, like just like just being loud and screaming at his son all day. Oh yeah. To the point. Well, that's not going to change. I mean, that behavior won't change. Well, it changed when I was there and I I said, I've had enough. Yeah. So they just waited till you left. I know that. Well, either way, but yeah, that the wackadooville is all I can say. Yeah. It's uh, that it was just wackadooville. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know how else to a describe him or b your cyber stalking. Um, <laughs> and then t- investigative research. Your daughter agrees with me. Okay, it was wackadoo. Um, well, you guys missed the annex stories, so I was trying to find something. Yeah, but there's to, no uh, story to that. If we had the context. That would be a great story. Like, but with him, there's no context. He just randomly posed in front of a happy birthday sign. Yeah, with the hands crossed, like he's all gangster. <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> like, like you know, dude, I'm the OJ. Happy, what the hell was that? And and and, and the hair, the hair is like wow. The hair was all Jimmy Superfly Snucker. <laughs> And if anybody doesn't know who that was, it was a 70s, 80s wrestler. Go Google it. That was all. I, that use was, the Google machine. Use your Google machine. And Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that was all Jimmy Superfly Snucker. 
I mean, <laughs> the wild Samoans, you know, Mr. The, 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 the Tongan. I'm like, what the hell was that? I don't know, but that's like, that sums up that picture. Yeah, that was a, that was like a character out of the WWE. <laughs> Just did not make any no. sense. No. Well, anyways, we should probably wrap up. Okay. I am going to get ready for my uh, second day outdoors today. Oh, good. In 22 degrees, not snowmobiling. I will be taking a hike in a nature preserve. Okay. It's, so, it stopped snow- snowing? It did. It did stop snowing. Oh, cool. Uh, still a little bit cold. And unfortunately, I can't wear my snow pants on my hike because they reek like uh, two-stroke. And uh, I, I'm i going to be uh, roughing it in jeans with a pair of uh, leggings on under it. And hopefully I stay warm. Mm. Well, but. so as with most things cold. When you reach the the absolutely worst point to decide that you're cold, that'll be when you feel it and then realize that you have like half an hour to walk back being cold. The the key is to make the decision to turn prior to actually feeling it. Well, YOLO, we'll find out. I'll have to let everyone know. Well, if I don't make it back, I froze. Yeah, this will be the the end of the the podcast. Well, we will disappoint one person for the rest of their life. Nah, you right. have other people that listen. I know, but that's not the point. All right. All right. I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Going to get my snow gear on. Well, my fake snow gear on and uh, try and come up with something to stay warm and then hit the hike. All right. Peace.